1: Hi. Uh, welcome. I'm Ira. This is Kara and Lewis. Hi.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar, if you've heard the podcast before. <laughs>
1: there could be someone who was dragged here. You just showed I don't up. Know. Sure. Raise your hand if you were just dragged here. Yeah.
2: Oh, they're in the front row, too. Wow. wow. Both. Honestly, too, com-
3: too confident about it. Uh, now I'm insecure.
1: Well, we are live from the Regent Theater in Los Angeles. hmm
3: Downtown L.A. I don't come here. <laughs> and you got here on a Tuesday, which means I think you braved the most traffic ever. Congrats. Question for the
1: audience. Um... Are you guys ready for bed What? <laughs> <laughs> guys, that was clearly a Hold setup. Hold on, where are we? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, did y'all see his relaunch of his campaign on The View this morning? <sighs> I was not aware you could relaunch a presidential campaign, he, but
2: he like nope. rebooted it like a laptop or something. Listen, right?
1: everything is up in the air. It's 2020. Who cares?
3: The only thing that should be relaunched at the View is like Debbie Matenopoulos into space. <laughs> I say that affectionately. Not Megan. Coming
1: yeah, soon. Really.
2: <laughs> space is too good for Megan.
1: <laughs> um, even though, you know, I'm not her biggest fan, um, or even, you know, her biggest enemy, to be honest. Uh, that is Seth Myers and Joy Behar. Um, they're planning to kill her. Um, she was the one who asked Beto today, do you think it was wild that you did, like, a Vanity Fair cover to announce you were running for president? And he was like, yeah, kind of was. Oh, he's chill now? He apologized for it. He acknowledged his privilege. He (sighs) mentioned slavery and Jim Crow.
2: Can I just for a second, white people, I really do appreciate that you know what privilege is now. I I really do appreciate it. But you have to stop saying the word all the time. It's just always like, well, I just, before we get these tacos, I need to acknowledge my privilege. It's fine. Just eat the tacos. It's okay.
1: I wish you'd known what privilege was when it was a TV show starring Lucy Hale.
3: Wow. It got canceled. Deep cut. No, uh, I'm still reeling from that Vanity Fair cover because it's the Dirt Road one, right? Yeah, it's the Dirt Road. It's Annie Leibovitz. Where he, I guess, just decided to be John Mellencamp, which is <laughs> a thrilling move for any white human being, I find. Uh, By the way, Kara is awash in oh, cards guys, right
2: I now. I dropped all these cards. <laughs> Where you were posing L- for the photo. Listeners can't hear, He see... But, uh... You look I like the, the host cards. of Inside the
3: Actors Studio, just covered in cards.
2: Or I'm like, a Kathy cartoon. Like, yeah. ah. <laughs> oh,
3: all,
2: I don't know. It's, we're, we're gonna go out of order.
1: Um, out. But, yes, he did acknowledge his privilege. You know, he said he's ready to, you know, sort of relaunch the campaign. He also clarified that only as a man he would have been able to say that he was born to be in it, but he didn't mean that, like, he was Daenerys destined to be president, which is good, um, because that means he's not going to torch the United States.
3: I get that reference. The Walking Dead? No? Okay. Sports? I don't have <laughs> Um But, yeah. You also had something to say about... Oh, well, I mean, if you're going to bring up Beto. I mean, we're now getting to the point in leading up to this uh, craziness where everybody is going to start stunting. And, I mean, you just have to face it. Like, Elizabeth Warren is going to arm Russell Samantha B Like, just prepare (laughs) for the stunts. Like, John Hickenlooper, he's in the Big Brother house for sure.
0: Is he still
2: there?
3: All I know is I have to say those syllables because it does something
2: to me.
4: Hickenlooper.
1: Listen, yeah. and we all know that I have an affinity for, you know, the, the gay mayor. Oh, I sure. I like him. Um,
2: Kara
3: I, does not feel the same. No. Oh, no. wow.
2: <laughs> I, listen, this is what I'll say. The mayor of, like, the third largest city in Indiana. Fourth! Right. The fourth. <laughs> Ooh, the, all right, The mayor. The mayor. Do you have the wiki of, open? What's of going the on? the fourth largest city in Indiana. That's all I'm gonna say. Leading uh, a nation.
3: No, I mean obviously I'm psyched. What he's—he's like a smart gay guy. Congratulations.
2: Great, but please step aside, young man. I
3: kind of feel about him the way I feel about someone like um, John Lennon, where I'm like, that's a nice quote. Right. That's about it for me. Yeah. Tired, tired of
1: hearing your song. Uh, but you I, know
2: what? If it's him, I, you know, I'll, like, I'll do it. I,
1: I, obviously, I was less into, I will even admit this, you know, um, he needs some black voters. Uh, we one. Saw that, he needs wait, at
2: least one. He, it's listen, at zero percent.
1: <laughs> he's maybe got me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean... Elizabeth Warren looks like she throws a nice dinner party. Sure. She, do-
2: she looks like she has good cornbread. Yeah. Doesn't she? Like, yes. I don't know about the meat,
1: but the cornbread would be good. She put her foot in that meat. And you know Kamala buys it from someone who knows how to make the food. You no, know,
2: she she was, she was <laughs> making her jerk chicken marinade on Mother's Day.
1: Okay, but like, did we eat it? <laughs> did you taste
2: that chicken? I could taste it through the Instagram.
3: <laughs> I have a question. So what stunts would we actually prefer these people attempt? Like, what should Kamala do right now that would be, like, zany but correct?
2: Ready? Let the, airs out of, the air out of the tires of Donald Trump's motorcade.
3: Oh, just straight-up pranks.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. But just to, like, fuck with him, or, like, to Photoshop a Time cover with her on the front and him at the bottom of the Time 100, like, he's number 100. Oh, that's fun. Like, just, like, mental warfare. Like, she's
3: Kevin McAllister.
2: Just, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I want to see less of Pete doing
3: slow jam songs on Jimmy Fallon. He did do this. He did did do do this.
2: I miss this. So,
3: you know, Jimmy Fallon has this kind of age-old bit called Slow Jam the News, which is... Such a wonderful phrase to say. I just want to keep saying slow jam the news. It's really exciting. Um, but Pete Buttigieg, to his credit, didn't actually sing a sort of um, usher-like slow jam. He sort of spoke over a beat, which is all legally he should be able to do. Yes. Well, so I appreciate you know, the bounds not being, shall we say, spat upon. Iggy Azalea has perfected that. Right. So
1: that is, it works. It gets you on the charts. Not this week. She didn't make the charts. But, um, yeah, I did not appreciate it. I don't know. It was weird. Obama did it. It was his his thing. Find a new shit.
3: Oh, I guess that he is sort of the precedent for that. Like, now all this stuff is acceptable. What a normalizer. I mean, we talk about Trump. Obama normalizing talk show appearances in this way. It's scary. But
2: you know the thing with Barack Obama was he didn't even try to be that cool. So it worked. Because he just like did, he was like, I'm just gonna be Barack and I'm gonna be in my suit and it's gonna be whatever. But these people are actually trying to be cool, and it's like, because you're not, so it doesn't work. You gotta lean into the nerd. Yeah, you're gonna do this.
1: Also, I mean, now that he's not president anymore, he's not cool. See, I mean, we can admit that he is corny, (laughs) Michelle is corny too. Y'all saw that video. Oh,
2: okay. (laughs)
1: Y'all saw you saw Did
2: you see the boots? Those yes. weren't corny boots. But, but you saw that,
1: hey, queen, girl, <laughs> I am so proud of you. They, you know what? That was corny.
2: They are Auntie, Auntie <laughs> Michelle, and Uncle Barack, and that's fine. Well, you know what?
1: Your aunties seem cool when they only show up on holidays with a gift for you, and then they go back on a cruise. Right. They don't make videos for you and put them on Netflix.
3: But the nature of that video is such, because she never says Beyonce's name in that in that section of the video that I almost think she knew it would be memed to death. And and by the way, that you would meme it to death.
2: Michelle, if you're listening to this, I do not agree with them. I think you're very cool. Oh,
3: I'm not complicit in that (laughs) nonsense. Listen, I want
2: to go to brunch. I don't agree with any of this. She and I have been to brunch. Hey, queen.
1: (laughs) We've been all up in this brunch. Okay. We've been brunching. Okay.
3: You know what I want Elizabeth Warren to do? She, to me, has, like, the raddest of, like, wholesome, dorky, like, um, mom or aunt energy. And I want her to do something, like, I think she would look rad as hell at, like, a renaissance fair. I want her to, like, preach there. No.
2: That's, you know who I discovered that I love? A white, a straight white man that I love, who's not named Tommy Vitor. Oh. um, Is John Mulaney. Who I find very funny. He's so funny. But he just lives in who he is. He's, like... This is what's happening. I don't even try, and he's just like exactly who he is, and I love it. And I feel like that's the route Elizabeth Warren needs to go. It's like it's okay, girl. Yeah. We know. We know. We know who you are.
3: The substitute teacher who like dresses in actual chainmail
1: yeah, and stuff. You know that's what I'm fine. saying?
2: That is fine. Own it. Elizabeth
1: yeah. Warren, I know who you are. I've seen it up close and personal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, the biggest stunt that I think that any of the candidates could pull would be for Joe Biden to drop out of the race. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna take a small break, and when we're back, we're gonna talk about standing.
3: Mm-hmm. Standing. Get it on your mind. We're gonna go there. I'm okay.
2: I gotta organize my card. Yeah, it's gonna be an actual break. <laughs>
3: this fifty-two card yeah. pickup. <laughs> In the year 2001, Marshall Mathers wrote the immortal words, hit me back just to chat. Truly yours, your biggest fan, this is Stan. Now, I consider Eminem my childhood bully. I thought you loved Eminem. But, unfortunately, he also gave us the word Stan. But by the way, Dido is complicit. I blame her. And did you know Dido, an Oscar nominee? True story, 127 Hours, best original song, look it up. It was the roswell theme song, right? uh, No, it's not. Shut up, get out of here. (laughs) Anyway, Stanhood has become an integral but sometimes toxic part of pop culture. We live to Stan, but has Stan culture taken it too far... And we're going to um, uncover our own standing tendencies also, and hopefully not embarrass the shit out of ourselves. Should
2: we just kick it off with the the most embarrassing standship on the stage, which Ira hit us? You know who it is. Wow. Yeah. Um,
1: I've never been personally attacked for loving Rita Ora so much. Yeah. (laughs) As all of you. But how many of you are in Detective Pikachu?
2: I have a question for, for you. For five minutes. If Rita Ora, came, if there was a video tomorrow that dropped with Rita Ora saying the N-word like 30 times, what would you do?
1: I mean, we still listen to Justin
3: Bieber. <laughs> oh,
2: Justin my Weber God. Justin can sing.
3: That Trick was... she! she?
2: That oh, was, first of all... Okay.
3: That was a Kellyanne Conway-like misdirect. It really
2: was. It well, really consider...
3: Was. Her. Well, I'm wondering why you aren't talking about the dead children in Bowling Green. See? <laughs> Rita Ora with her, like, number four hit in Belarus or whatever she has.
2: Did you... Why did you... The th- here's the thing, though. You're not... You're a stan, you're a sort of, because you don't attack people on Twitter well, no. over Rita Ora. Listen, I mean, I don't attack
1: people on Twitter over Beyoncé. Right. Like the Beehive does. Yes. Um, I did attack a friend once. For saying Lemonade was bad, and I went to his Instagram and put bees on every photo. But that's fair. <laughs> it, it took an entire afternoon, but I'm very proud of it. <laughs> but normally, I feel like, like, I don't attack people the way that, like, Iggy. Like, the, you tweet the, the song is bad, her stands will be in your mentions. Die faggot, where is the AIDS? Did you say Iggy Azalea?
3: Yes, her fans are crazy! This is news to me, I mean... They're worse than the Taylor Swift
2: fans. Are, is this is all me?
3: one person? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's her! <laughs> I, I think this was this was a few years ago, but I had to make my Twitter private briefly because I tweeted that Zayn's album, Malick, yeah. solo album would have been better if Justin Bieber had sang every song. <laughs>
1: Which Brave, is, which
2: is a truth, and all Justin of these, Bieber,
1: who did say nigga. just so we're clear, he did,
2: but he can sing. Um, <laughs> but all of these children started attacking me on Twitter, and they were in my mentions and all this shit. And I was like, and I had to make it private, and they were coming after me. Um, a Zayn stand, stand. <laughs> Well,
3: though I mean, like boy bands in general. I mean, I think the most fearsome troop right now is, are the BTS stands, right? But here's the thing about stands. Also, they can be weaponized. Um, I find this a dangerous thing, but also a useful thing. Like, you can tweet right now, any of you, right now, be like, you know, uh, headed to the laundromat. Love BTS. Twenty-five thousand retweets. <laughs> You don't need any content whatsoever. You just say the words, and they have some sort of like algorithm that sends you right to like the most obsessed Brazilian fan. Should I start tweeting out Keep
1: It episode links with
3: hashtag BTS? Mm-hmm. That you haven't devised this before means I don't even know you. It you seems know, like you would know that. You
2: know what I would? Re- I would read though a feature about because I, I do wonder. Like you're a Taylor Swift stan, for oh, example. Like you oh, love. I like, thought you were talking yeah, to me. I was like,
3: don't do that this again. Is
2: the hypothetical you. And, like, she doesn't hit a home run every time, and that's fine. But, like, do you think it is just a delusion of, like, they actually think it's good, or they just truly don't care?
1: I think sometimes they don't care, or, like, you make up excuses. You're just sort of like, you love it. It's your artist. You love them. Like you if sort of Beyonce put everything. out a
2: terrible album tomorrow, I mean, she would never, but
3: uh, I am Sasha Fierce. Exists. I'm going to say, if she, guys, Sasha Fierce was not that cool. Whoa. The name
2: whoa, Sasha Fierce. The whole album. Whoa. Whole album, whole
3: whole
1: album, it should have been one. See? A double disc. We're going to have to get, outta outta get
2: into here. that <laughs> behind closed doors. <laughs> but like if she put out a really bad album and I hate saying this, like actually I would just say nothing. I would just pretend like it didn't happen. I mean, most of I us. I wouldn't tweet about it. Most of us did that with Solange's album.
3: <laughs> the I, takes are <laughs> arguably too hot tonight. I'm going
1: to apologize for them. <laughs> I said nothing. I've still said nothing. But you're
2: not a Stan. A are you? A Solange Stan? You're a Solange Stan. I mean, I stand
1: the Knowles family. <laughs> would I die for Solange? No, but would I let someone else die on the sidewalk for Solange?
2: Perhaps. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't administer the EpiPen? Yeah. Okay.
3: You like indirect standing of
1: Solange? Would I step over them and not give them water if they were dying of thirst in the desert and let the <laughs> vultures do what they want with them? Sure.
3: <laughs> Hold on. What is that a reference to? Sue from Survivor. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't go there. I, was, I actually was a fan of her at the time, which is a problem that I shouldn't go into. Louis,
2: is there anyone you, like, problematically stand? Who's well,
3: alive? Oh, see, well, should I just put the mic down? Um, once upon a time, the answer would have been Madonna. But also, what's weird about her specifically now, besides the fact that she's either Latina or Asian every three years, <laughs> is that she kind of wants you to defend her all the time because she is sort of righteously in many ways defensive about where she is. She feels she's, you know, attacked constantly. She says she's attacked for turning 60, that she can't occupy the same kind of space that other pop stars do, even though she has this legacy and arguably deserves to be on the radio. I just think, unfortunately... I need her to be less obsessed with talking about that and just being interested in new things. I am a little bit bored with her. But that's what I was going to say about being a fan of uh, somebody for a long time. Disliking things they put out is actually one of the most fun parts of it because it, it reinforces why you like the other stuff. And you you compare one album to another, and that's a lot of fun, and you're sitting around ranking your favorite albums all day. Am I maybe just on the spectrum? I don't know.
2: I mean, it's also it's really just like no one... No one is really worth standing over because these are human beings, and human beings are garbage. Oh, that's true, I though. Mean, Mariah, Mariah came right. up. Yeah. I mean, that's because Mariah is not of this earth. That's why <laughs> Mariah. But Do
1: even we, like, you really need to defend Mariah in this day and age, though. But
2: even, I mean, someone like Rihanna, who I would lay in traffic for, but like Rihanna has like that shit with Carucci during the Chris Brown days was like not cool and kind of racist, and you're like, I.
1: When she called her a
2: rice cake. Yes, exactly. And it's like that, I'm not happy about that. I'm unhappy about that, actually. But that's also like the occupational hazard of like loving a person, mm-hmm. I would assume. Like, and I'm not, unfortunately, in a relationship with Rihanna, but, you know, <laughs> I would imagine anyone that you're with, someone that you love, like does things you don't like and you sort of rationalize it or you see through it or you're like, I love them so much, whatever. It's just weirder when you don't know them. And that's the problem with Stan, because it is, like, it is sort of this, like, I love them so much, and, like, you know, I'm there for them, whatever, but it's, like, you've literally never even been in the same room with them, which makes it a harder thing to defend.
1: Also, some of them have just, like, clearly chat rooms and dossiers, because, listen, we've all established that I like some songs by Miss Swift. Um, I attended the Reputation tour.
2: The, Did you pay for the tickets, though?
1: The ticket was free, and it was 4th row, so okay. I went. Oh. oh, wait, was I with you for that? No. no. we were two different nights. Thank yes. you, Royce Johnson. Yes. Um, I went to that show. However, when I tweeted about going to attend that show, there were fans who responded, you, you don't deserve to go to that show after what you said about her. And I'm like, how do you know? Right. Also, that's not how shows work. <laughs> you get to go. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, they clearly keep logs of who talks about people.
2: I mean, that's, uh, guys, come on.
1: My favorite maybe stand response is whenever anyone who's like a journalist or like a public figure like tweets about like not liking a song by like a celebrity or something, the stands will respond, well, who are you? You're nobody. You don't have a billion like followers like her. It's like. I'm a person who makes money from what I do. I'm somewhat.
2: <laughs> well, this is this is like our conversation about when all of those celebrities lost their goddamn minds and like forgot that criticism was a oh, thing. Oh yes, the Lizzo you know?
3: moment. The yeah, but yes. it's
2: also it's like I think part of. The delusion that these people have is because they have this army of people telling them that everything they do is good. They're obviously surrounded by people who tell them everything they do is good. They go to a show. Everyone there loves the show. It's like you don't have anyone checking you in any capacity. And it's like that's what critics are for, Mm -hmm. for you to take a minute and be like, that wasn't my best work. Doesn't mean it's shitty. Wasn't my best that's fine. But you have, like, all of these people constantly telling you this is the greatest thing ever made. And it's, like, no wonder they're fucking crazy.
1: Also, there's the flip side where they will defend their favorite against everything people say about them. But stands of particular artists love to attack other artists sometimes. Like, they'll be like, I love Taylor Swift, so the Taylor Swift fans will be like, Ariana, flop. And it's like... You know it goes both ways, right? Well,
2: pe- people do that with Beyonce and Rihanna, two people who are like pretty clearly like cool with each other for the most part, and it's always this like comparison. Like if Rihanna does something, and it's like the Beyonce stands or and her mentions mad, it's like what does what what does that have to do with anything?
3: Rihanna and Beyonce, I think, stoke. Um, uh, uh, stands the most because we're so grateful for any time they reappear in popular culture. You know, Rihanna can go away for three years at a time and we're like, of course, do it. (laughs) You know, Beyonce, if she puts out an album or like gives an interview, imagine if she gave an interview. Wow. (laughs) It's a mind-blowing idea. Sitting in a chair, speaking. I've never, I can't even picture it. But like that kind of uh, 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 play with the media is obviously really exciting, and I don't particularly stand Beyonce, and that would excite me. She's like brainwashed me into standing for her.
2: I mean, I the fact that I would even use the term Navy, which like girl, I can't believe you stuck with that. That is for so amazing.
1: Battleship was that girl. <laughs> okay, I've never seen it, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It was an iconic movie.
3: That I'm positive that's not the best movie based off a board game is Chilling. <laughs> we got the clue stands here in the house, right? <laughs> anyway,
1: I'm still waiting for Guess Who. Oh, did that
2: not come out yet?
1: Is there a Guess Who movie? I think there was a Guess Who movie. There better not be. Oh, no, there was a Clue remake. Um, I don't know if that's... Yeah. Guess Who starring Rita Ora. (laughs) See, I can make jokes about her. I'm not crazy. Well,
2: what would you be willing to put up with? Like, is there anything Rita Ora could do? Let's do a real stand ship. Like, Beyonce. Is there anything Beyonce could do where you would, like, walk away?
1: Hmm. Well, um...
3: Hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, what such genre a, can she get into? I uh, just like, like a, The answer is question. ska. The answer is ska. <laughs> I don't need to hear it. I don't like horns in my music. I like ska. I not, can't. Anything, anything called real big fish or royal crown review if, can't. If
1: Beyoncé like did a collabo with Sublime, I would be there. I would.
2: No, listen... <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying Beyonce takes a picture of her ballot and it says Donald Trump, like crazy shit.
3: Oh sure, that would be
2: that's so wild.
3: Know. That's like a good dystopian.
1: Thriller. I mean, well, I'm
2: going to be honest. I wouldn't well, stop with to lemonade. I'm not going to lie.
1: Well, she lives in California, so did her vote really count? <laughs> You're like working the defense already. Already. All right. When Velma takes a stand,
2: (laughs) you know who I've I have felt this like rationalization with people have been mad at Ariana Grande saying that she's doing like light blackface. I don't know if you've seen this. They're like she's very tan, and
3: I mean that is true.
1: She
2: is. is But she's
3: a white
1: woman of color at this point.
2: Patty Labelle said she was. So you know what? I'm not going against Patty Labelle. Are you crazy? (laughs) Patty LaBelle said she was the blackest white girl she'd ever met. I don't know that that's true, but. Not when Joss
3: Stone
1: exists.
3: (laughs) But does she? Yes.
2: But I'm, you know, and like, I feel like I see people, albeit on Twitter, so God help me, but like, you know, they're like, oh, she's doing like her, what, black fishing? Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, black fishing.
2: Yeah. And I like, don't care. Uh huh. I'm like, I don't know, guys the album's really good. Mm -hmm. See? And I don't really, I don't really think she's like pretending to be a black person. No. So I don't really, but people are mad about it. She's
3: never Uh, been a church's chicken. Now, I'm going to spring a a sort of mini game on you. Uh, My friends and I for years, Ira knows about this, Kara does not. Mm -hmm. We do this thing called Who's in Your Coven where you pick five living women only. (laughs) Five living women... Because Lewis hates men. So, no, I'm, I'm, imagine standing a man. It just doesn't feel right, right? I tried to stand Robbie Malek, and look where that got me. See? There. You're angry at yourself. <laughs> Five living women, and they have to apply to you in a specific way. That is to say, it can't just be... Meryl Streep. It can't just be Beyonce. It has to be somebody who is specific to you and your taste, and the fact that you pick these people to stand says something about you. It might even be something weird about you. But the fact is, it should be a novel choice. So at the head of my coven is Jane Fonda, okay?
2: Do you like to exercise?
3: I do. And, yeah. I, and I, like, I, like a, I like a yellow sock that Got goes it. up to here. Or leg warmer, I guess would be the word for it. Elsewhere in my coven, we have, speaking of Clue, y'all know who Leslie Ann Warren is? First of all, this is a woman who is, she's like a Jewish 70-year-old woman. The original Cinderella and the TV Cinderella, Miss Scarlet and Clue. Victor Victoria, she does a really grotesque dance to a song called Chicago, Illinois. Anyway, she's really funny and really leggy, and I miss when actresses were all neck. And she does that for How me. How does
2: she relate to you, though? Say what? Um, nerviness. Got it. I want to hear the reasons.
3: Attitude. Okay. Um, seeming sweet and then real vulgar humor.
2: Got it. You know, it's
3: always solving a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Who who's at the head of your coven? I remember you played this game. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. See. <laughs> and what what is your particular Angela Bassett in? I mean, we both um probably hate the piano. Oh, right. This is part of his brand. Yes. Well, that Oscar was stolen. Oh, Angela Bassett lost the Best Actress to Oscar to anybody? Holly Hunter. Thank you so much, everybody. In
1: the oh, PM. that was
2: stolen.
3: Yeah, it was
1: stolen. Yeah. And also, you know, she was in What's Love Got to Do With It. And as, you know, a gay man in LA, I'm often like, What's Love Got to Do With It? <laughs>
3: She's starring on a Fox drama right now. Are you up to date? 911. Yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> I'm sorry. 911 himself I... is in the audience screaming.
1: <laughs> she's
2: I... got the short wig on, so you know it's real. I look at
1: photos of her in 911.
2: Can I tell you? I saw her in person once, and I was like, oh, she looks younger than I do.
3: Oh yeah. Well, she's magic. Yeah. 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 Anybody who has played Malcolm X's wife twice ha- is like a gifted person.
2: I. This is off the top of my head. And it's gonna seem like I'm influenced by the audience, but I do think I would do Mariah Carey. That's fair. Because she is fully in her own world. She accepts the reality that she believes is true. Right. And she made Andy Cohen switch his seat, which I would do.
3: No, she, she makes Miss Piggy look down to
2: earth. That is her superpower. She, does, she also is like, and I, she's also like, listen, do you know what I've given you? If she tomorrow was just, like, never opened her mouth again, it's like, you've given us too much already. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. moves through, like, I've given you dummies enough. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if I can she'd sing live anymore. She'd walk into a
1: room, she'd be silent, and someone would say, Mariah, you're going to talk? An assistant would say, play hero. Right. See? <laughs>
2: Play Rainbow. Hey,
3: by the way.
1: <laughs> I've
2: done enough.
3: Recently on Twitter, some, a friend of mine said, I don't know who he was talking to, but I was witnessing the conversation. He goes, Mariah's not that much of an icon. And <gasps> I have to tell you, I, I, I'm, a, fa- I'm a fan. I'm a fan <laughs> sprung into action. I was like, my all? That is a record.
2: Also, the thing that people forget Bliss about Mariah Carey. girlfriend she, she wrote... Most of those songs. Oh, yeah. That bitch is a songwriter as much as she is a vocalist. Okay? She is, like, she is one of the most prolific songwriters we have in pop music. Fuck your friend. I don't know know. who that is. Tell him I said that.
3: She had the lyric, them chickens is ash and I'm lotion, and I'm not mad. I'm simply not mad. Did you know what it meant at the time? Then? In 2005? No. I was a freshman.
1: (laughs) Um, who, Who else is in mine? Who... I bet it's some soap diva. Mm, yes. I mean, of course, it is probably, um, Allison Sweeney.
3: Oh, who was yeah,
1: Brady from Days of
3: Our Lives. Now, are there still soaps? I mean, I assume here's, okay, this- I watch Days of Our Lives here, every day. It exists. Here's the difference between stands I like and stands I don't like. um, the stands I do like reserve their conversations for message boards and just leave it there. Whereas stands that are destructive and toxic need to have it in front of everybody and in front of strangers on the internet. There
1: can be some toxicity on com. Uh huh. Slash discuss the soap. Slash days of our lives weekly discussion. <laughs> do you which contribute? Run, which.
2: What's maybe, your handle? Maybe so. What's your handle?
1: <laughs> Aramid. What the fuck is that? What? Aramid, which was the secret house in the south that everyone was lured to, and Stefano Demera was secretly hiding there. Everyone thought that he was dead and he was ready to destroy people's lives, and they realized that Aramid is Demera backwards. <laughs> The- just like when everyone in Salem was murdered by a serial killer and ended up on an island and they weren't really dead and the island was called Lastwin," and they realized that backwards it was New Salem.
2: Do you ever think about what else could fit in your brain if not for all of this? I love when
3: evil can be solved via <laughs> word puzzles.
2: it's, like it's you just seen- backwards. It's not even like you got to <laughs> scramble it. It's just backwards.
3: Like, uh, you ever seen Rosemary's Baby, where, like, they unscramble an anagram and figure out it's the devil? Like, like Lucifer is sitting around, like, Will Shorts from the New York Times writing a goddamn crossword <laughs> for you. And then, speaking of soaps, third member would be Marsha Cross. Oh, see, there we go.
1: Oh, okay. Kimberly Shaw and Brie Vandekamp. And she did something in Quantica.
2: Was she in Quantico? Remember she
1: showed up as maybe the mayor or president or senator. I I don't know what happened on that show. I don't remember
2: because the first season of Quantico, I watched it and I was like, There's no way this show can continue (laughs) as a TV series based off of like, oh, you just figure out who the terrorist is and the show is over. (laughs) And I was right. But they kept going.
3: They sure did. Well, by the way, everybody on Desperate Housewives, who was in Felicity Huffman, weirdly has had this glow up to me. Like, wow, what a saint. Murmarsh across, you know. Mm -hmm.
2: I do remember seeing someone describe Quantico as a Shonda Rhimes show they didn't want to pay Shonda Rhimes to write. Sure. Which was so, because it was like, everyone's hot. It had all the pieces. But not that, not that Shonda. This shit's gonna be on for thirty years.
3: It's it's like how Fosse Verdon isn't a Ryan Murphy show, but you're like, but it's the ghost of a Ryan Murphy it's show. I'm so bri-
2: confused. It's, it's just not an FX.
3: Correct. Yes. Um, yeah. Donna Donna Summer. Oh, Donna. She's dead. She's well. She's in it. Oh, I see. I thought you were saying you were standing the, her. shoes c- in your the Kevin. Got it. Got she's it. She's in it.
1: You know, because you know, also people briefly thought she was homophobic in the '90s, and mm-hmm. like. I'm it was in the 90s,
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, plus, I love disco, so. That's your coven? Yeah. I think mm. there's probably one more person to put in there. I don't know. Rita? There you are. No. Don't see. you dare in your Moreno? life put Rita next to yes. Angela Bassett. Rita Moreno. Okay. Oh, Rita Moreno. You didn't let me
2: finish, That's Carol. You better not be <laughs> Rita Ora next to Angela Bassett. That would be crazy.
3: Hey, guys, when we get back, you want to meet Leslie Grossman? <laughs>
1: Keep It is brought to you by Barefoot Dreams. Lewis? Yes? When you see Footprints in the Sand, that was when I carried you in my Barefoot Dreams rub. Now, is that a Leona Lewis song? (laughs) No? Uh, If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially now as the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary.
3: Don't miss out on Barefoot Dream soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration
1: of blackness from NPR and how I live my life every day. Oh, I'm glad to bear witness to it. (laughs) Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting
3: things out of a struggle. It sounds like you at Coachella. I'm already tuned in. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black
1: perspectives have not always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us.
3: Doesn't the Black Experience sound like a three disc Prince album we never got? Someone check the vault, please. <laughs> Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You know her from the WB's popular, Miss Mary Cherry herself, Mm -hmm. American Horror Story, and like Kara and I, she is a Bravo and Real Housewives historian and just last week killed it at the Met Gala dressed as Zsa Zsa Gabor, please welcome to the stage our very special guest, actress Leslie Grossman. We had a meet-cute at Barnes & Noble. Yes,
5: we did. It was so funny because the woman was like, well, there's one more, but let's hurry. And I ran downstairs, and then I saw you clutching it. And I was like,
1: Ira! Yeah. That's right. No, I turned around dramatically because I heard you talking to
3: her, and I was like, wait, there's one more. Cu-. Leslie.
5: Ira. <laughs> Isn't Ladies Who
3: punched table? the worst title for that book? I mean, just like, this is the the View, or Minstitude, a book about the View. Um, we need for, like, roller derby memoirs and stuff, too. So he just stole a perfectly valid thing that could have worked elsewhere. It also
2: makes me feel like there will be an anecdote in the book of Joy Behar and Elizabeth Hasselbeck fighting. Uh, there which wasn't. Is great, which no. just feels like false well, advertising. Well, I think it was
1: actually related to the book Rum Punch, which became the film Jackie Brown. And historically, when Pam Greer appeared on The View, um, how long are you going to let me do this?
2: <laughs> I, was gonna, I did want to see where you were going with that.
1: I didn't have an ending.
2: I, I could tell.
1: I thought I was going to get cut off. <laughs> but Leslie. Yes. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so
5: happy to be here.
1: Why? <laughs> And not in our studio.
5: It's very exciting.
1: Yeah, the the lighting is worse in there. So is it?
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for sparing me.
1: <laughs> you went to the Met Gala.
5: Yes, I did. It was Zsa Zsa
1: Gabor, <laughs> yes. and I've been waiting to talk to you about this okay. outfit because I told you I went to her estate sale.
5: Yes, which. What was that
1: like? Yeah, what Hungarian <laughs> secrets did
3: she have
1: for you? Uh, it was when I worked at the Daily Beast, and I got a invite that said, please come to her estate sale, and write about it. So I went up in the hill. Was
5: that weird prince guy there? Her, her prince? What was his name? Von
1: uh, Anhalt or something. You're like that. good, Lewis. Yeah. Yes. He was not there, but the things that were
3: being sold
1: were very creepy. Oh, like what? Let me just,
3: can we stop her you? pill bottles were <gasps> there. Let me stop you for a second. In case you don't know, or whatever, you, you, you're not, cultured, etc. Zsa, Zsa Gabor <laughs> was kind of like a socialite from the 50s who had a, a sister named Ava Gabor who was on the show Green Acres. Okay, Zsa, Zsa it's Gabor... It's the place to be. Yes. Jaja Zsa, Zsa Gabor uh, eventually became famous for simply still existing. It's
5: <laughs> true. She died, I believe,
3: at the age of 99 yeah. uh, a couple years ago. And
5: lost was losing limbs. It was getting dark. <laughs>
3: right, right, right. But the important yeah. thing is uh, she has a thick Hungarian accent and we don't have any real glamour anymore. So just think of that when you did, think of it. Did
2: her. you have a Hungarian accent
5: at the Met Gala. I didn't. And also, nobody was that interested in talking to me that night, so I didn't really have to worry about it.
3: <laughs> it's important, by the way, that so you went with Ryan Murphy and he was dressed as Liberace.
5: Correct. So Ryan was my fairy godfather with this whole thing, and he wrote me an email in November and said, We're going to the Met Gala, it's going to be the most glamorous thing ever. And I was like, okay. So then he came up with the idea, and the the theme was camp. So he came up with the idea that he was gonna be liberace and I was going to be JaJan, and I said, thank you. And it ended up all coming together. Christian Siriano made the dress that was based mm. on this picture of her. And in the picture, she's holding two pink poodles. And we did try to get real pink poodles uh-huh. to have on the carpet. But Anna doesn't want that. She no, said no to the dogs. No live animals. Which I said we could live just... Live animals, not then just dogs. <laughs> no, live no live animals. Specifically no
2: live
0: animals.
1: They <laughs> let James Charles at the Met go. Oh. oh
5: been dying to say that. You've been He's 19 <laughs> years old, and I'm afraid of him. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy I understand that reference. Um, well, I th- because I said, you know, we could have a trainer meet us at one end of the carpet. It'll be 15 minutes, but then it would have been a mess, and what if it pooped on the carpet, which I think would have been iconic. <laughs> that anyway, would have been camp. They, they did, but they didn't allow it. But um, Judith Lieber made like a Swarovski poodle bag for me to carry, and Neil Lane had all of that original jewelry. So I got to wear all of her original jewelry, which pulled the whole thing together. And it was really fun. I still have several toes that are numb from the shoes that I wore. <laughs> I just, you have to you sacrifice. didn't change into sneakers? I didn't. I'm not, you have to understand, like, <laughs> I'm not cool. And also, but I have to say, like, The Met Gala carpet is no motherfucking joke. Like, it's not a joke. And, you know, it's not like there's a lot of people that are like, who's that middle-aged character actress? (laughs) You know, it's... That's actually
1: all I do. So, (laughs) (laughs) think twice. That's Lewis at Whole Foods.
5: Thank
2: God.
3: (laughs) Swoozie Kurtz?
2: One of my favorite things about the Met Gala is, like, when you see a picture of a celebrity and in the background (laughs) you see another celebrity because it's just like it's all happening at the same time. And there's so many famous people People, which was my dilemma this year, where I was like, they invited a lot of people. They did invite a lot of people. Maybe too many. Um, were you, I was there. No, please. <laughs> you deserved it. You were got you, your
1: invite in November. Right. You That's know there true.
2: were you, were people who <laughs> were you their way behind in. someone or was someone but like we in got the there at
5: like a weird cause I've been warned like it's like a real log jam of celebrities. Like you get there and everybody waits online. Like it doesn't matter who you are, you're waiting on that line. And we got there and it was this weird lull. So we just sort of went in, and then I had like, that red carpet's a little bit soul-crushing. <laughs> um, you know, I took, like, you can't have, who cares? One of the Vogue girls came over, and she was like, stand there and take your picture. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, so uncomfortable. And then she went, you can go to the top of the stairs now. And I was like, Okay. So, you know, there's like levels and levels and levels and people like most people aren't they don't care They're gonna work it and they're gonna right. stop at each level and pose and I was like, I'll go to the top of the stairs now <laughs> So I just <laughs> Oh, you just kept walking. I just kept walking <laughs> In fact, my fight or flight kicked in and I really hustled my ass right up those <laughs> stairs um but I have to, like, and you don't have to meet the host committee. So you go up and you sort of curtsy to Anna Wintour and Lady Gaga and Harry Styles and Serena Williams. <laughs> and you say hello and you kiss the ring. And um, that was really crazy.
3: Was Anna's hair in perfect parentheses? Of course. Just like Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater, Shell. Absolutely. Now, being friends with Ryan,
5: yes.
1: like, or even just in your life, uh-huh. had you met Gaga before?
5: I have met her once before, and she's couldn't have been nicer. And when I said hello to her, she was so sweet. Hi, Leslie. She was so nice. I will admit that when I met Serena... Cause here's the thing. Like I was raised by like nerdy Jewish parents who think that what I do for a living is endlessly tacky. I was supposed to be a <laughs> rabbi. Like this is all gone sideways. So I'm like, I'm a stan of everyone. So whenever I'm at an event like this, I'm like, I don't belong, I'm a fan, I'm like a person off the street that got to sneak in. So when I meet Serena Williams, I'm not just going to be like, hello, Serena Williams. I have to... <laughs> so of I grasped her hand and I said, I think you're terrific. <laughs> I couldn't help myself.
3: You turned into 82-year-old Catherine Hepburn in front of her.
2: Do you... I do wonder, like, you know when you know... Like, if you live in L.A., you, like you see famous people like the Erewhon sure. or whatever. Do you, you know their names, so you would be like... Yes, Ser- like you don't wait for Serena to be like, I am Serena. You're just like, I, we know your name is Serena. Williams. I did
5: not. And also, that's a queen living among us. So right, that right. I'm going to bow down to. Um, and then I had most people, I I, I met, um, uh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm, I can't think of his name, Cher's clothing designer. I'm really oh, Bob Mackey. Wow. That's. Yeah. Don't you worry,
3: but,
1: Leslie. But, Sierra showed up in a Bob Mackey. Th- <laughs> did she? She did.
5: Oh, he was so lovely. But I did have one. I felt iconic moment with Celine Dion, who I thought looked amazing. (laughs) And on my white woman list. It was is she? Oh yes. Oh she's fantastic. Yes. She's she is. You know she she is is a white
1: woman that Kara would cross the street and say hello to. Okay.
5: (laughs) amazing so she looked incredible and there was like a moment where there was like the cocktail hour before you get to go into the room and she was like 10 feet away from me and I saw her sort of gesticulate towards me and you know in 16 candles when Samantha comes out of the church and Jake is waiting for her and he waves at her and she's like me <laughs> I had I had that moment with Celine and I went me and she went and then she pointed at my necklace and she pointed at my hair and she pointed at my dress and then went Oh. <laughs> it was great And then I just said I love you And that was it I need to
3: actually <laughs> illustrate that For the people Sorry. at home The The wave she did in front of her face Was very circular
5: And very swishy <laughs> Yes
3: And befitting of the Metcala
1: just,
5: It was a lot of like Facial expression Like yeah. a lot of this
1: She was Bradley Cooper oh, To your, you know She gaga. really was
5: But I but She wanted it, to get one more look at you But That is
2: that's the Isn't that's that like, nice that's like the maybe the best so interaction sweet. you could have gotten at the yes, Met. it was
5: so sweet
2: because <laughs> you look at Celine and you feel like you see her dressed in that the tassels and the headdress and you're like she just pulled that out of her closet. Like, she just she just had
5: that. She was there to have fun. That's what I liked. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. not taking herself seriously. She had a great sense of humor about herself, and I was, it was exciting, guys.
1: So what was it like when you got inside? Like, can you share any tidbits from the yeah, party? What
5: did, is there an inside? I'm okay. confused. So you go inside, and you walk through the exhibition of all the mm-hmm. camp clothes, which is actually great, but it's sort of hard to absorb in that moment. And also, you have to remember that my feet were broken. They were broken stumps on my feet. And I was hanging on to Ryan's husband so hard that he was like, you're actually pulling me down? And I was like, well, you're just, this is why you work out, for me to hold on to. you." So you walk, and you know, it's hard museum floors. Wow, I'm really fetching about the museum floors The my gallery. Um, you walk through the display. Then after the display, there's a cocktail party. And then you have cocktails. And there's past hors d'oeuvres, which nobody eats. And then you walk like another 10 minutes through another display, and then you go sit down at your table. And I will say that when I finally got to my table, because I'm with Ryan and everybody wants to talk to Ryan, so we were one of the last people that got into the room. And at this point, um, I had... I had left my body because of the foot pain. (laughs) I'm such an ancient Jewish woman that that's all I want to talk about is my foot pain. But I got to the table and um, the, the seats were assigned and Kristen Stewart was sitting in my seat talking to Emma Roberts. And I don't know Kristen Stewart. And I just walked up to her and I went, hello, you must move. Now, 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 now. Now, 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 out of my seat, go. And she was the cutest and most adorable. And she was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "My feet are bloody stumps. You've got to move." And she really understood. So I sat down. And then you know how like the parties in the bathroom? I guess oh, I yeah. didn't. I didn't leave my table the you entire didn't go time. Did you smoke a cigarette with Kendall Jenner? No.
1: No. You didn't see Katy Perry just hiding in her hamburger Yeah, did you outfit? see that video?
2: I did. I did. With J Lo coming it out of the stall, so, it was so Katie' because I know them, right? And J Lo just doesn't care. Like that's—it's not even like she was like, oh, that's where J Lo was like, oh, it's not. I'm here, so I obviously don't care about this hamburger lady that's happening. Right it's
1: now. also like if you're you're J Lo and you've been in the industry like. How many times have you seen these girls in hamburger costumes?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she
5: had the toothpick hat. Yeah, she was really the toothpick, it not was, the hamburger. It was so cute. And it I have was. to say that that chandelier dress up close was really stunning. It was very beautiful. It mm. looked
3: uh, no, I know. I thought it was good. It, it, it played sort of like a B-plus to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly can't stop thinking about how your feet looked like back, backwards clubs like James Caan in Misery.
2: No, I actually, I do think about that a lot because anytime I have to wear heels in a standing yeah. thing and I see these ladies on the carpet and I'm like, oh, you must change into something or like you're like Oprah where you pay a peasant to break your shoes (laughs) in or
5: something. But this is something I actually think about a lot like just from a female perspective that if you're a woman or someone who identifies as female and you're wearing six inch stiletto heels you really can't enjoy these experiences. You really can't in the same way that men can. I'm sorry but you can't Mm -hmm. because every single person who's worn heels knows exactly what I'm talking about. You've got a 15 minute window where you're like I can totally wear these. (laughs) And then by about minute 45 you're like I can't breathe. I want to die. And then it just becomes the entirety of your evening. So it it sucks. And it's another thing that the war on women, guys, are our shoes. You, know, you see, those? Serena
2: was in those sneakers. Because she's motherfucking she's Serena. Serena, Serena. Williams, yeah. She can do that. And everyone's like, that's adorable. You know what? I would have loved to see the conversation with Anna Wintour where Serena's team was like, so Serena's going to be in some Nikes. And Anna having to... Just decide what she was gonna do about that.
3: She pulled a second pair of shades over the shades she yeah. was already wearing.
2: Because it's like she really won't do anything, but you know she had some thoughts. Sure.
3: I just have questions about Ryan Murphy. Okay. Okay. There's a very small class of uh, like super rich or super uh, cloudy gay men that intimidate me Ryan Murphy, mm-hmm. Andy Cohen, mm-hmm. Andrew Cunanan, and something about him. I don't know what. <laughs> It sounds to me like Ryan Murphy is very casually super relatable, and yet he's intimidating to the rest of us. Can you unravel the mystery of him for
0: me? I
5: mean, all I can tell you is that I've known Ryan for over 20 years. He's been nothing but the best friend to me, and he's hilariously funny. He reads everything. He is so smart, and... I think that the, the thing about people I think like Ryan is they do sense weakness mm. and I think that if you're afraid around okay. people like that that it's not going to go well for you. And like why would you be in, like why would you, Lewis, be intimidated by anyone? You're so smart. You are you're adorable. You've got body. Like why would you be intimidated by anyone? I'm We serious. have seen
3: the near nude Instagrams. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Well, no, it's just, it's like, in order to get to the level he is, he just knows, like, uh, quotation marks, the secret. You know what I mean? Well, but,
5: okay, I'll tell you what the secret is. Mm -hmm. And the secret is this. Work harder than anyone has ever worked ever. Oh, that sucks. And I mean, it's the worst. (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. It is the worst because it is seven days a week. It is all day. It is no days off. And that's not a joke. Like, there's a reason that you get... That's the reason that so few people can be in that rarefied air. I'm lazy as fuck. I'll never get there. I want to sleep. And he just doesn't have that need. And I think it's, it's, I think it's a combo of that and then having a genius. And I think that that's a very rare thing. Because I think a lot of people are brilliant and lazy. And a lot of people are, you know, or the other. But to be brilliant and the hardest worker ever, I think, is a very, very rare Sort of thing that Mm -hmm. happens. So so. Ryan versus Andy. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've
2: been in. You've met Andy Cohen. Yes, because you are a housewife historian. Historian. Uh
4: huh.
2: Uh huh. Um, How should we just keep it to New York?
4: We can you know, look. We can go to all do, of them. How do you can, feel about? Talk, by it. the way,
5: I'll talk Potomac. First of all, <laughs>
1: wow, DC, the, the best franchise.
5: I'll talk DC. The I'll best talk. That, that, was L. A, L. that was a the fucking moment. iconic season. Yeah. Sorry, Leslie.
1: I'm so glad that you stand Potomac. Yeah. I, I do. Need, I love I it, Karen more, Huger. I need more people Here, watching here's Potomac. Here's the thing about Potomac.
2: Potomac is a little too similar to people my mom was friends with. So I see them, and I see like Mrs. So and So. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little hard. But I, they gave me like my favorite line, which is when Karen was like, "You're the dizziest bitch in here," which is the <laughs> best insult I have ever heard.
5: It's so good. In I, the I,
1: premiere, when Giselle brought cookies to, which, And Karen, Karen would not allow her she, in, because <laughs> she, she had, um, she had embarrassed Karen on the show by bringing up, you know, the fact that Karen owes money As for no, her her tax money. Fraud. Money. Um, and Karen was very offended by that Um, and Giselle just said they were jokes so she made cookies with her daughters and brought them to to Karen's house and Karen didn't want to accept the cookies but Giselle said that her daughters made it so Karen said I have to accept the cookies Uh she went to the door (laughs) (laughs) she was mad because Giselle was 10 minutes away she waited and then she got the cookies and I thought that moment was beautiful (laughs)
5: it's just it's, it's a good franchise but you know what else I have do you watch Married to Medicine do you watch that oh, one too do we watch Married to Medicine that Quad. one's Miss Quad Miss Quad's doing a signing at the Barnes and Noble of her cookbook when? Ooh, when I don't know but I saw Should the banner we go? we're going I saw we're the going. banner let's go I'll go to see squad. Quad. I, let's talk about New York. Let's get into it. Who do you want to talk well, about? Well, New York, um,
1: recently, one of the darkest moments on the show, the women uh, just being a mess in front of an abuse
5: victim. <laughs> oh my God. That was the craziest thing with Ramona. No, but it's rude. And you can't say that. And then, oh, Dorinda. Oh, I Can love it. Can I say, this is maybe an
2: unpopular opinion. I think Ramona was the... M- kind of the most correct, she said the girl's name wrong, but Ramona's crazy, (laughs) but like, she was like, let her speak. And, and Dorinda did keep butting in, and Sonia, who knows what she's saying. <laughs> and so I was like, whenever Ramona is kind of the most correct, yeah. you're in very dark waters.
3: By the way, I just want to say that I am baffled in general, and I don't believe there's enough of a national conversation about this, about the actual cabaret tour that Countess Luanne goes on. Like, <laughs> Oh, she's you're... not a countess anymore!
2: But, she but she's still calling herself a
5: countess. She had to give up the title. She...
1: I
2: mean,
5: I
3: wasn't super convinced it was official to begin with. During the but.
1: audience... <laughs> During the show, I went to see it. I thought I'd see you there. No, because
5: I was at the Met Gala. Oh, that's right. Oh, I had to be uh, in New York for all, my fitting. All
1: right, just stunt on me. Uh, <laughs> she asked the audience, Should I still be called the Countess? And of course, this audience of drunk, like middle aged women is, are like, yes, yes, you should still be the Countess. And it's like,
5: Okay, do I get credit <laughs> for going to that very first one at like the Catalina Club or whatever? <laughs> was anyone else here at that? Well, thank you for clapping. I have to say that that was, I've never been in a room with that. People were so drunk at that show that when I left, like I got out first because it was hot and I don't like crowds and I was watching everyone's Stumble out and it was like a a prom. Everybody this was so woman loaded.
1: Fell in my lap and was like, "Are you having a
3: good time?" <laughs> no, it feels like what actually a Florence Foster Jenkins show would feel like. People losing their goddamn minds. Yes. Like, can you believe this?
2: <laughs> that is the thing about New York, where my f- one I, I will say New York is probably my favorite, and it's yeah. mostly because of the history. I've always said that. Out when, of All my babies, yeah. New and York has, is my favorite. It has the best episode, which is the Berkshires episode, which is the best episode on. in Real Housewives history. Hold on. What are you... I'm going to just...
5: I agree yes, that the okay. berserkers were... That yes, was yes. a very high level. What do you think's better? Scary Island. See, I know. Uh. And, and I, I want to tell you something. I think they're one and two. I don't know. It holds up. I watched it like <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> Scary Island holds up when Jill Zarin comes in. <laughs> and she's like, hello. And Alex starts shaking... <laughs> I just can't handle anything. I mean, I it's still so think unique.
1: that the dinner party um, from hell
5: with Camille and is
1: is better, he, he, but also wait, wait, maybe from BH. From, from BH, Hills. but okay. also
5: I can tell you when you're gonna die, and I love that about yes, me. Yes,
1: but mm-hmm. also the dinner party where Camille exposed. Taylor. Oh,
5: yeah
2: here's, yes. here's the thing about the Berserkshires, though. Okay. You could release that footage... True. ...uncut, and it would be <laughs> just as compelling. Yeah. Because when they do the timestamp, which is, there's nothing I love more than when Bravo's, like, it's been 45 minutes, and the, the Berkshires that... Part one, it's like two and a half hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the whole episode. It's almost uncut footage, which is where it gets me. Because I'm like, I would watch that uncut, and I bet it would be just as entertaining. Do you know what I
5: think it is, too, about New York, and people ask me why I love New York so much, is I think, and I know you, you really want to know, Lewis, why I love Go New on. York. I yes. can tell. It's that those women would be like that with zero cameras in the room. Right, I know right. it in my heart. That's why it's so good. Like right. Sonia is doing Sonia is crying about the Morgan letters to anyone who <laughs> oh will God. listen. Are you
3: not <laughs> surprised? Like I, I can't believe there's not a um real world road rules challenge for these women yet.
2: Yes. How is that not? Oh, that you was Andy Cohen's baby shower. Oh,
5: see? Oh. Yeah. yeah, That was incredible. That was, that was incredible. It was unbelievable. <laughs> you know who was the MVP of that, in my opinion, was Rina. Of course. Oh, of course. Dancing yeah. on
1: a table, yelling at people, get on this fucking table and dance. He's paying your bills.
2: <laughs> so nice. I, I saw love Nene her. Nene at the head of the table? Oh, the best.
1: Whew. Nene. Oh, I love Nene. Bywig is what I have to say about <laughs> Nene. Okay. Leslie. Yes. I have one more question for you. Please. Have you asked Ryan? When Mary Cherry is coming back, yeah, popular. I need to see her, or I need Popular on streaming.
5: I well, first of all, I agree with you about the streaming. Um, I hate to tell you this, I, it's never come up. I know that sounds like a lie. <laughs> it's it's a, never. I've never oh. even thought to ask. He's never. It's never ever come up. I'm very sorry to ask, but I, look, I have to say, you have to understand that when we did that show, nobody watched it. I I watched it. Well, thank you. But I used to joke that we should be at a 99-seat theater on Santa Monica Boulevard. We get more of an audience. Like, (laughs) nobody had any idea what I was talking about when I said I was on that show. And that character was so bananas crazy. And also because it was the first real thing I'd ever done. Like, I'd done little things here and there. But I had no... And also, thank God there was no social media because it would have destroyed (laughs) me. But I was just like, I will play the craziest thing that's ever existed. And people didn't get it then This is, it's been 350 years since that aired, and when I tell you on a daily basis, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Instagram, or people coming up to me, they do say something about that character. So I, for one, will put it out to the universe. I would love to revisit Mary Cherry and see what she's up to. Yes! Because I have a very... Put her on American Horror Story. It would make sense. Well, I do feel that she is deeply involved with some sort of Trump-Russia problem, like, I feel like <laughs> she and Kellyanne Conway, like, I just feel like there's something happening with her and Russia and Trump. That's, <laughs> I haven't connected the dots yet.
1: Great. Wow. Wow. Bring back popular. <laughs> bring back Mary <laughs> Cherry. I'm and put down. It on fucking Netflix. I I'm gonna rewatch it. Da- I agree. It. Why
5: is it on Netflix? I don't know.
1: I listen. I want to see it.
5: Okay, let's make it happen. All right.
1: When we're back, Leslie. Yes. We're gonna play a little game. I'm so
5: excited.
2: Ooh. And we're back in <laughs> LA at the Regent Theater at our live show. So when you think of America, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Apple pie, the Statue of Liberty, the dumping ground for (laughs) middling British celebrities who the UK is tired of. I think of all of those things, but I also think of scammers. Guys, we scammed our way into this land, into free labor, into convincing us that only rich people should be allowed to go to the hospital. And 2019 has truly been the year of the scammer. So, to commemorate America's tradition of never holding white people accountable, we wanted to play a game called $10,000 Pyramid Scheme. You ready? So here's how it works. Ira and Lewis will be on one team, Leslie and I are on the other. On the screen, you'll see the picture of a scammer, and each team will have 30 seconds to get through as many scammers as possible without using the taboo words. The winner gets nothing, just like the babies Republicans want to force women to have. Fuck them, Kara, You're performing oh, yes. at Flappers tonight. Yeah, Jesus. we are.
1: Drag those babies. Fuck them. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> so, Leslie, you, I'm going to describe the scammers to you. You're going to put on a blindfold. Okay. Which I have put. You're going to
5: guess as many. As Is this possible. like from like when you flew on United Airlines? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's for when you're in coach. Yeah. It's a
5: lot. <sighs> okay. a lot of pressure. So okay. you're in the scammer mindset. Got it. Go. Okay. Oh my god, I'm scared. Oh god. <laughs> I really don't want to look like an idiot. Okay. You go. It. You got it.
3: And. Well,
2: go. Um. Real Housewives, Southern California. Her boyfriend lied about an illness. Vicky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh! The easiest one: blonde psycho, enormous eyes, lied about a medical advancement, HBO special. Oh, oh! What are we talking about?
4: Uh, that's a it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my
2: gosh! He quote-unquote discovered the country that we live in, but did not was lost. Christopher Columbus.
5: Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Who we don't acknowledge anymore? It's Indigenous Peoples Day, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You were good. We got uh, that was back? it, right? Yeah. Back?
1: Thirty yes.
2: seconds is quick. Okay. H- How many was that?
1: Three, three, three. three. And oh. I
2: got all three, Ira. You uh, did get all three. Wow. Did you watch? So I have been fucking obsessed with Elizabeth Holmes. I, it's Theranos is all I want to talk it's about with all, anybody. I would watch thirty movies. The podcast was very the good. The podcast was good. I mean, the book was unbelievable. It really was. Um, do you, like, what's your? Give me your quick Elizabeth Holmes take.
5: That old white dudes wanted to fuck her, so they let her get away with motherfucking murder, literally. It's weird,
3: though, that the HBO special sort of didn't just come right out and say that. That it was like, it seems to just be men who think a woman with a, like, unbelievable, like, I don't know, she's singing in Rockapella, that kind of low voice. I mean,
2: listen, if they had showed those men that footage of her dancing, they might have thought otherwise. And can
5: I just say that as a person who has a horrible fear of needles, that I genuinely faint when I get blood tests, like, it's a whole situation, I have to lie down, I have to have, like, a Coke with me for (laughs) low blood sugar, I have to really get to know my phlebotomist. (laughs) Like, it's a real thing that when I first heard this, I was like, I really believed it. I was like, this is gonna be a game changer, so... Personally, I'm pissed, <laughs> and I just—I she's crazy, and who is this person she's engaged to? And who, oh yeah, who if I was the mother of that
2: man, I wouldn't allow this. Like, do you ladies do you ever think I'm single and Elizabeth Holmes is getting married? <laughs> I thought that once or twice in the last. She movie. got a
1: sugar daddy with that hair. Oh,
3: I mean, <laughs> moving it right along.
2: Louis and Ira. Louis will be blindfolded. Yes,
3: I just want to say quickly, it has always been my dream to be on a hundred thousand dollar pyramid, but my friend is a producer on it, and I will never go on it. So. This is my only chance this perspective. Is it. Wait, but if oh, boo hoo! Because you can't, there's like, I know him very well. He's like my very oh. good friend. So, okay, you ready? Are we talking sexually? No, would you move on?
2: <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Oh, not Felicity Hoffman. Uh, Laura Laughlin. <laughs> um, Come on. Um, Vixen, um, Scammed Women, um, uh, uh, Clark Kent, Clark Kent, Clark Kent. Kent. Oh, Superman. WB, WB. The Woman. Small Smallville, Lex Luthor? The Woman. The Woman.
3: Uh, Loras Lane. No. The actress! Oh, 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 uh, Lewis, uh, Terry Hatcher. Ah, we talked about this! Uh, uh, Melissa Benowist? Who is it? No, skip it! Uh, skip it. Um, Jamil yeah. hates yeah. this. Did I just lose? Oh, yes. Well.
2: <laughs> Guys, talk about scammers. Leslie and I lost! Uh, yeah.
3: Who was it? Allison Matt. <laughs> oh, it oh, was Smallville. Got it. I
1: couldn't
5: say Smallville. Could you I say hate- Sex Cult?
1: I couldn't say Excuse Sex you? Cult either. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I will
5: say this. <laughs> we slaughtered you. You did. I'm so yeah, sorry. We did. We did. Did, did not nice see humbled. that coming.
2: <laughs>
3: would
1: you have gotten tummy tea?
3: I said Jamila Jamil. tummy tea. Oh, God. it would have taken me a second. Yeah, yeah, sure.
5: What could you not say, Instagram? Yeah. Okay, that yeah. would have been hard.
3: Yeah, or probably Kardashian. Deeply woke. Yes, right. Yes.
2: <laughs> I do. I have to say, Leslie, you were helping us complete our Good Place bingo. Oh, so who so have you think, had on? We've had Kristen Bell uh-huh. on my white women list. The best. Um, we've had Darcy. The best. Is a queen. Yes. We've had you. So I guess we should get a man on. Yeah. Ted Danson. <gasps> oh my God,
5: Ted Danson. We. I mean.
3: I could painstakingly go through his career and be like, "Remember when you did Bored to Death? Remember um, when you did Damages?" You,
5: and I want to tell you something, as smart and funny even more than you want him to be and handsome and ask me personal questions about myself uh, and i had to keep it cool like i had can to keep you, it cool i text him and be like
2: yo We're not a that podcast, close not that close text Kristen and then she'll
5: text ted he's so in love with steenbergen he's Aww. in love uh-huh. uh, oh he loves her yeah sure why not i'm not
1: a dummy we all saw book club right <laughs> okay we all saw back to the future 3 indeed
5: <laughs> okay <laughs> Did you? Le- she
2: was great in that. Leslie I tweeted that.
1: She faved it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a keep it show if Ira didn't get a, a name-dropping tweet, what it Well, I'm
1: be. sure you're gonna talk about hippos later. <laughs> I might.
2: I might. You know what? On that note, Leslie, you have been a you have been a gentle, welcoming energy on our show.
3: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much, you so for much having for me. being
2: here.
4: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
0: You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time.
4: Now time
3: for my favorite segment of the show. Which is that? It's Keep It. Also the only part of the show with a name, so you could have guessed that. It's the titular role. Indeed. (laughs) It's The Tempest. Yes, right. So, Lewis,
1: you're over there. Yep. In your boots. Yep. What's your keep it?
3: I think it's going to be one of my least popular keep it. Is y'all ready? Um, Keep it to the Judy Garland biopic with Renee Zellweger. (laughs) I'm obviously, I'm a human being, I'm rooting for the Renee Zellweger comeback, uh, Bridget Jones Diary, uh, Nurse Betty, uh, Miss Potter, sure. Have you seen the picture of her in the makeup as Judy Garland? Yes. She's, wearing, she's wearing so much makeup, it may as well be Johnny Depp as Judy Garland. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes are like cold, like full Frosty the Snowman. She has to approximate the singing. She didn't do the um, Jessica Lange as Patsy Cline thing where she just lip syncs it. That's a problem because Judy sounds a specific way. And then ultimately, I'm just not that interested in the narrative of Judy Garland anymore in terms of a person who gave us vulnerability also happened to be tragic. I find that's a very old dichotomy. And by the way... You all have seen me in my shadows, which was the three-hour uh, Judy biopic starring Judy Davis and Tammy Blanchard. Which there have been, never been two. Uh, first of all, Tammy Blanchard plays young Judy. Judy Davis, who's a mean Australian actress who looks great in brown lipstick, are the most convincing Judys you will ever see. We truly don't need to do it again. It's just a, a perfect rendering of who Judy was, etc. I don't think Renee can add to that, so it's unfortunately a deep keep it to her.
2: Can I tell you? I thought it was Liza. Minera. Well, let's. When I saw the picture.
3: Oh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Of her, I was
2: like, oh, wait. And I was like, did I get Judy Garland and Liza Minnelli confused all these years? And that's. Uh, yeah. and I was like, no, I know who they are. Vincent often did. I thought that's who. It It's the first thing that came to mind. Well,
3: no, I mean, they're mother and daughter and they wave a lot and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're very yeah. bothered, occasionally uh, 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 plastered women. Yes. Is
2: this a movie or is this like a mini series? Just a movie. Yes. Oh, well, that's, okay. Yeah. You can get through a movie.
3: But it's. I would compare it to uh, My Week with Marilyn, which was like the Marilyn send-up I didn't need, about a week in her life she definitely didn't remember or care about. Did
2: that start <laughs> Lindsay Lohan?
3: Say what? No, that was Michelle Williams.
2: <laughs> which was the one where Lindsay Lohan was? Oh,
3: that was Liz and Dick, when she was mm. Elizabeth Taylor.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, she was
2: Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. That
3: movie was iconic.
2: I'm so bored! Do you uh, remember that part?
1: Yes. Yeah. I. Well, also because My Week with Marilyn was like through the perspective of some man.
3: Right, uh, played by Eddie Redmayne, yes. Yeah. Oh, him. Right, yes. Who is a man who kind of looks like Amelia Earhart to me. Okay.
1: (laughs) Listen, I want Renee's comeback, too. You know, I I always enjoyed her in Chicago. Yep. Um, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, you know, those two roles. (laughs) Um, I think she did other things. What
2: was that movie where they were like the 50s? Down with with Love? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that. yes. I, I like Down That's With That's very love. your brand. That's yeah. right. No,
1: wait, I remember saying I loved. It was Down one of my with favorite love was movies, good, yeah. and you scoffed.
2: No, did I?
1: You were like, one of your favorite movies? I
2: mean, yes, one of your favorite. That's ridiculous, but it's a good movie.
1: Well, Doris Day just died, and it was a tribute to her mm-hmm. and Rock Hudson, and I Listen, think that that movie is, is iconic. UN is
2: no Rock, okay?
3: Ooh. Uh, yeah.
1: Well,
2: oh, yeah, Rock well, no, Hudson's Stan
3: Cara, by the
1: way. I
2: fucking love Rock Hudson. Oh, wow. So, I, yeah. Okay.
1: Do you know he was on Dynasty? No. He played Heather Lockley, your secret dad. Oh. And they get into this fight, and she's like, why are you in my business? What are you, my father? And he looks at her dramatically and says, I am.
2: (laughs) And that's how it was revealed. I would be into that. I love Rock Hudson, Mm -hmm, and I don't care who knows it.
1: Yeah, that was during his AIDS days, too. Mm-hmm, mm, 80's Everyone point. on the set of Dynasty was avoiding him. Stop <laughs> it,
2: stop. They were! Stop. It I mean... was dark.
1: It's like in the Dynasty um, miniseries that was on ABC about them. Anyway, we didn't know anything about it then, okay. and the Reagans let him die. So, Kara,
2: <laughs> what is your keep it? <sighs> Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> my keep it is to a survey that came out this week by a travel company that named a Bostonian accent as the second sexiest accent in America? (laughs) I mean, truly, I don't even need to continue. (laughs) Um, Listen, I lived in the Boston area for four years. I don't even think, I mean this like, in their real moment of introspection and honesty, I don't even think people from Boston are like, this sounds good. they know they know what they sound like it's not good sexiest 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 but here's the thing in the survey number one is texan which i mean like which also just doesn't make any sense i mean listen guys we're from america i was in i was in london in february i got in an uber I'm talking to the driver, and he goes, oh, you have such a beautiful accent. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. I'm from the United States of America. This is some bastardized bullshit from you guys. Um, Boston, give me a fucking break.
3: It's possible all American accents are bad, now that you They're mentioned all, it.
2: I, I, I mean... Even if they're not all bad, Bostonian certainly isn't the sexiest. I'm
3: trying to think of what my answer would even be. Like, Italian, New York? I don't know. All
1: my Italian, answers are embarrassing. York, that's I don't know. the sexiest?
2: I don't know. New York was, like, fourth, or maybe it was third.
1: I am turned on by every accent in Moonstruck. Oh, sure.
3: Olympia Dukakis,
1: right on down.
2: I mean... <laughs> I
1: like a southern drawl if it doesn't come from someone who I'm afraid might... You know, hate crime mate. Right.
3: So only Holly Hunter. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Except when she's in the piano. Right. See? <laughs> Pay attention.
2: My apologies to John Favreau and Tommy Vitor, who are from Massachusetts. But oh. they know. Okay. Because you know what? They don't have an accent. And that's probably on purpose. Favreau has an accent. Not really. Ish. Not like... Listen, I remember my freshman year, and I remember this cop... And I just remember like, Harvard, yeah, like that shit. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> four years. I was like, can we do this quicker? Why were you hanging out with this cop so much? It, they were around, listen, they yeah. were around arresting black people on the Harvard campus. So oh. that's true. You can look that up. The only up.
1: cop I want to do that is Kamala Harris.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to vote for her. Calm down. <laughs> Ira, do you have a keep it this week? You can just I, say no. <laughs> And that's our shop now. Uh, actually, my keep it happened today. Um, a trailer was released for Kylie Jenner's new skincare line.
2: <laughs>
1: I have some questions. Hit me. I don't need a 21-year-old releasing a skincare line. Mm-hmm. Everyone's skin looks great when you're 21. Also, it has—it's a walnut scrub that she was promoting. The Saint Eyes. Not—it's basically Saint Eyes, but also do not use a fucking scrub on your face, please, and especially do not use walnuts. It will tear your skin. Bacteria will get in it. Use a face wash. Also, Also, arguably the worst nuts. Use use an oil.
2: No, no. Listen, if you want to do an exfoliation, you do a peel like a fucking civilized human yes. being. Yes! Get Lancer! And then you put some marula oil on top of that, and then you take your ass to bed, and you wake up glowing.
1: Yes! Keel's Midnight Recovery. I the love it. The Drunk
2: Elephant Peel is great.
1: We're just naming brands now because we want money. Yeah. <laughs> do you know any I more? Will take.
2: I will take a case of the Drunk Elephant Baby Face. by the way, because that shit is not cheap but I love it.
1: But yeah, I, I also, like we know the Kardashians' history with plastic surgery. I, just, I don't need skin products from you. The
2: nerve to have a Mrs. Potato Head face <laughs> and then to hawk skincare products is real rich. <laughs> I mean, please, it's a different face. It's a different face. Unless the skincare product comes with a dermatologist coming to your home with injectables. I, I don't believe know, that service exists. Do.
3: I believe that service exists. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yes. Listen, we're not fighting. Listen, yes. skincare is not a joke. Drag Charlie. those potatoes. You tri- also, you're you're tricking white people, which is way worse. Right. That's no almost black a hate is, crime. No black
1: person is gonna buy this. But
2: you're tricking white people who already have a tough time with aging into these, <laughs> to this awful system. Like it's just mean. It's so mean. Don't do, guys, don't do that. Put on some sunscreen. <laughs> wear a hat, because the sun is your enemy. And that's what you need to look like Meryl, mm. who's looking incredible. sure. It's possible.
1: All right, producers. Cue <laughs> here comes the sun. <laughs> that's our show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you again to Leslie Grossman. Thank you to Kara. Thank you to Lewis. You don't have to thank me. And thank you all for coming. And thank you to the region. Have a good night.
4: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system,